What's up, everybody? Uh, this is Oscar Barkas here with the number one rated fantasy analyst, Sam McFadden. And when I say number one rated, it's on RateYourSOSFantasyPodcastHost.com. Yeah, thank you guys so much for that. Uh, I can't believe it. Um, it took a big. It took. It was a beating it for was, me. It was, it was almost unanimous. Unanimous. So I really appreciate that, guys. Uh, and uh, welcome in to episode ten of the SOS Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, so you might be thinking, "Wow, there's a lot of big changes this week." Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to give a little backstory, um, last week I said, "All right, for episode ten, we got to do something big." Uh, last week may have been our Super Bowl, but this is this is even better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I told Sam I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna find us a theme song, and uh, he did not believe me back then, but he believes me now, and you got to listen to it. I think my exact words were, uh, "There's no way in hell that you ever find a, a music that can convey the emotions, the 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 blood, sweat, and tears that we've put into this project." Well, I did, and I hope you guys like it. Uh, we're trying out some new stuff, um, but we're back. It's Wednesday. It's week six, and we're ready. So just a little reminder, Colts, Bears, Raiders, or Bills are all on by this week. Um, so if you've got any of those players, make sure you're sitting them. Um, Unless you want to lose. I mean, if yeah. you want to lose, start them up, line them up, get them ready to rock. But that's not the business we're in, Sam. So we're gonna we're gonna delete that piece of advice. But we've got uh, some news as always for, uh, to start our episode, and then our two segments of the day are our starts and sits, and then some trade targets. So we've done that in the past, um, but here's a few weeks later than that, uh, an updated version. Right, um, and we'll probably do it. I mean, we'll do we'll be doing starts and sits probably most weeks throughout the season, but we'll probably update trade targets every couple of weeks throughout the season, especially once we get close to the trade deadlines for a lot of people. Yeah, that'll be really important. Yeah, but we're excited to be here with you. Excited to have a theme song, and let's get rolling. Um, so our news of the week, we're going to start with a few different kind of NFL wide change just some some news and then we'll get into our injuries so the first one is pretty big considering how up and down of a season this wide receivers had and Jameis Winston was quoted saying we have to get Mike Evans more involved so how do you you feel about that I mean I like the sound of it I'm a huge Mike Evans guy um I he's super talented one of the best in the league it seems like it would be apparent that they they should throw the ball to him but um, it's besides you know one or two games he really hasn't done done much at all this season, uh, which is baffling to me. Uh, this offense is very different; isn't quite what I thought it would be um, coming in with Bruce Arians. They're not they're not airing out as much as I you know I, I thought they would be. Um, Mike Evans, I kind of thought he he had a great he had a pretty good chance honestly of being a top five wide receiver um, for most of the season, and you know. What would you bet he is right now? What what like what is he what actually wide receiver, receiver? What? Uh, let's see. Well, he had that one big game, so I'll put him at uh, I don't know twenty twenty four. He is wide receiver seven. Really? So he has had uh, one really big game, and then weeks two and three were or two and four were also pretty good. Um, but weeks one and five, he put absolute duds up. I mean, week five he had zero points. So it's been an up and down season so far. But 
in half point PPR, he's playing well. He's our wide receiver seven. Um, in standard leagues, he's eight. In PPR leagues, he's 14. So it just depends on your setup. But he is, he has been great already. You just would like to see some more consistency. I'd like to be able to play him every week, you know? I mean, yeah, you're going to play him every yeah, week. Yeah, I'd like with, to feel comfortable playing a guy yes. that's wide receiver seven every week, but you can't, you're not. And there's a big reason for that, and it's the wide receiver one so far this season, which is Chris Godwin, his teammate. Yeah, Chris Godwin's been balling out much more consistent. He's yep. had one bad game. Yep. And that and was Mike three, Evans' huge game. And three crazy games. Yeah, so, you know. Um, so, you know, it's it's good to hear that kind of confidence coming out of Jameis Winston. Um, hope it translates to the game, but that offense has been really good so far. So, we'll see. I mean, I I think that they'll get Mike Evans more involved. Sure. I, you're, they're still going to be game. I mean... Yeah, there'll be two or three more games this season where he's but a non-factor. You can say the same about Tyreek Hill. I mean, you look—he was wide receiver one last season and had a few games where he had minimal points. Right, and I would put forth that I would rather have a guy that is consistently putting up good numbers than a guy that's, that's going to lose me weeks every once in a while. That's fair. Yep, I agree. Um, but yeah, I'd just like to see Mike Evans more involved. Um, the next is Brian Flores just named Josh Rosen as the starter for the rest of the season. Yeah, you know, I, this is kind of non... I assumed this was it. I mean, you traded for the guy, you have to see what you can, you're can. you going to get out of him. And they've um, still been losing games with him, so that's all that matters for the Dolphins. Yeah, I, yeah listen, he's not going to somehow will his way in for you to guys get to like eight wins or anything like that. No. Josh Rosen isn't that player. I think I think it's a mutually beneficial relationship. Miami has a quarterback that's not going to, you know, force them to be in a position where they can't draft a guy and Josh Rosen's getting an audition for the rest of the league after uh, after this year. Yeah, the crazy thing is Josh Rosen will now most likely have started 10 plus games for two teams, back-to-back teams that received the number one overall draft pick. Right, right. So um, it's a bad start to his career. Bad start, but... He's been know. kind of a turnover machine so far this season, which is tough if he's trying to audition. But, you know, he's. I'm hoping that it gets better for the guy. No one... Uh, no one get, it's no. Uh, not everyone gets a fair start to the no. NFL season. It's the NFL, no. you know, you, you don't get to pick and choose where you no. go. Uh, I... He'll be he'll find another team. Someone will, For sure, someone will pick yeah. him because there's no reason not to. The guy's yeah. young. He just you know he needs to improve if yeah. he wants to be a starter. I agree. Um, now we're gonna get into some injury stuff. So the first, the Giants named Evan Ingram, uh, Sterling Shepard, and Saquon all out this week, and Wayne Gallman, their backup running back, is very questionable. I don't believe he plays. I, I don't think he'll play. Yeah, I think it'll be. Um, Jonathan Hillman. Jonathan Hillman and uh, their, I can't remember the fourth string running back. I think it would be a Elijah Penny. Elijah Penny. Yep. That's who it is. Yeah, so uh, not looking great for the Giants or Daniel Jones. And, you know, all these guys being out sucks. I think the worst part of it is they're playing the Patriots this they week. They are playing the Patriots. I think that might be playing a factor into why none of these guys are playing. Yeah. To be honest, I, I think, you know, Pat Schirmer is just kind of like, 
we know we're gonna lose. We're playing the Patriots. These guys are kind of banged up. Let's get everyone right for when it's like we're like a at. bye week yeah. again. It's kind of like yeah. Let's give these guys a week. Let them come back from their injuries. You know, honestly, Saquon, I bet he could be out there. Probably, play, but yeah, the only one that they said like could not play is Evan Ingram. Yeah. And the Sterling Shepard thing is a little scary just because it's his second concussion of yep. the season yep. already. Um, he was looking great. Um, oh, yeah. He was kind of turning into the go-to guy for uh, Daniel Jones before he got hurt. So, uh, I mean, you could probably feel around, see what the Sterling Shepard owner is thinking now that he's injured. Um, yeah, it's so it's tough can, though. So you like you said, down. two concussions already. I mean, you know, you never know with those kinds of injuries. It could knock him out for the rest of the season. Yeah, I'm going to take the shot just because I don't think you have to give up very much at all True. for him. Yeah, and that's a high upside guy to put on your bench. Absolutely. So yeah, you know, you got to feel for Daniel Jones though. I mean, he's got Golden Tate, I guess, and Darius Slayton, but don't start either of those guys. By the way. I wouldn't start all three. I mean, yeah, Daniel don't start, Jones. Don't start anyone on the Giants' offense this week. You can't. No, you not can't. a good choice. Um, even you know, Jonathan Hilleman has been picked up a lot because he's their de facto starter. I wouldn't even start him. I wouldn't mm-hmm. even flex him because nope. it's the Patriots. You don't even know what that workload's going to look like, and it's going to be a tough game, tough Thursday night game. Um, yeah. Tough for everyone. So our next bit of news is from the Steelers camp. Both Jalen Samuels and James Washington should both be out for a few weeks. Jalen Samuels had a knee scope surgery, uh, I think, two nights ago. Mm -hmm. And James Washington injured his shoulder last week. Uh, The James Washington thing really is... They haven't haven't been using him. He hasn't been doing anything with the targets he does get. So it's not a huge thing. Hopefully he's back and healthy. Uh, Jalen Samuels is pretty big news for the Steelers. Uh, they've been using news. him a ton. Yeah, using him at quarterback. Weeks. I mean, yeah. Uh, especially considering they're now down to their third string quarterback yep, Mason after Rudolph the Mason Rudolph out. injury. Um, um, it's, jeez, I. The Steeler, it's tough for the Steelers. I still think they're they're better than people think. That's oh, yeah. getting if harder everyone's and healthy, harder to sure. say when Mason Rudolph is out and Jalen Samuels is out. I, I don't know what their offense is going to look like. I don't know how they're going to move the ball. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, why? what if they traded for uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick or someone? I, that's what I was Something like up. that. You Especially know? if Mason Rudolph is going to have an injury concern label. We'll see how Devlin Hodges, he's their third-string quarterback now. We'll see how he goes. Yeah. Um, I remember this preseason, he was the quote-unquote camp arm he was slinging it down the field which is something mason rudolph could not do Mm-mm. um so we'll see how that goes this week um but yeah I, I would not be surprised to see them trade for orion fitzpatrick and you know they're on five yeah yeah it's you know we'll, we'll see how that goes i mean who are they playing this week who are the steelers playing do you know i'm not sure uh, well, I'll look that up. Um, Steelers are playing the Chargers. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> it's tough. Uh, oh, they're, excuse me. They're not 0-5. They won it last week against the Bengals. Oh, that's two right. weeks ago against the Bengals. So they're 1-4. Um, yeah, put some, put some respect on the Steelers' name, Oscar. 
I would say that they'll be one in five after this week. They'll though. probably be one in five unless something crazy happens. Well, the Chargers have not looked very good either, but no, no. they have their quarterback and offensive pieces healthy. Right. Um, next are week to week deals. Uh, Cam Newton has been ruled out this week. I think they're targeting the week after the bye for him to come back. Um, On and honestly, I think they're just. I think it's going to be a longer recovery than it's going to be later rather than sooner that he comes back. Kyle Allen's looking fine. They're winning games. I mean, Christian McCaffrey looks like a freaking world beater. Yeah, um, but that offense has been Christian McCaffrey so far. I mean. Kyle Allen has putting up good stats, but if you watch, it's he's throwing touchdowns. That's that's yeah. about it. Yeah, which that's is all good, they need. Which is all they need yeah. at the moment. They're but winning games. They're and Cam Newton looked like trash. He did. They're, they're, they just want him to be healthy. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They're, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna hold him out until they're absolutely certain that he is ready to come back. Yeah. Because they tried, they tried the sneaky like, oh, he's kind of hurt, but we'll put him in anyway at the beginning of the season. It did not work. Did not work at all. Yeah. So. so this week uh, they play, and then they have a bye week seven. So I've heard week eight is the target, but you could be right. It could be a little later than that. Um, Sam Darnold is back from mono. He's been cleared Woo. to play. This is great news. I mean, did you see the thing that was like the Jets are averaging less per drive than Christian, Christian McCaffrey? McCaffrey? A whole yard less per drive. So, yeah, they've just it's been anemic over there on offense. Um impossible for them to move the ball uh the only person that's gotten anything done is Le'Veon bell and even he hasn't he's really been inefficient the only he's, i mean he's, he's getting all the touches yardage. in the world yeah. yeah so um there have been multiple drives where they he's or multiple games where he's at like 60 yards and the rest of the team is at like 20 yeah uh by like the hat by like halftime so um, Sam, Darn- Sam Darnold flips the whole thing around uh, when he gets Better back. Better for Robbie Anderson, Jameson James Crowder, Crowder, Chris Herndon. Le'Veon Bell. Well, yeah, Le'Veon's going to be way Le'Veon, better. Le'Veon Bell should be great yeah. um, with Sam Darnold. If he, I mean, I, I don't suspect that his, his touches will decrease that much. Le'Veon? No. No. Like, no. He'll just he's be got, a lot more efficient. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah. you know, honestly, you might want to see if People are low on Le'Veon Bell right now. Sam, you want to trade me Le'Veon I Bell? I would not like to trade you Le'Veon <laughs> Bell, actually. I kind of like having him on my team. <clears throat> uh, next bit of news. Red, Redskins are expecting to start uh, Case Keenum this week. Yes. What do you think? Oh, boy. Um, yeah, he, he sat out last week. Colt McCoy got to play against the Patriots. That was fun. Yeah. Um, I will say... The only fantasy relevant player on that Washington offense so far this season has been Terry McLaurin, and he's been a favorite target of Case Keenum's. And they're playing the Dolphins, so I think the only person that this really affects is McLaurin. I think this, yeah. I mean, if I were McLaurin, I'm more interested in the fact that they're playing Miami and they're yes. not playing Dwayne Haskins. Yes. Like if you're gonna start, if you're gonna throw Dwayne Haskins out there, why is it not against the yep. Dolphins? Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it wasn't just Jake Rudin that didn't like Haskins. Who knows what's going on in, knows, inside man. that organization right now? All I will say is the guy that's taking over, Bill Callahan, I believe is his name, as starting head coach or as head coach. Um, actually, so he's replacing Jay Gruden, and. He replaced John Gruden way back in Oakland, like twenty years ago. So it's 
kind of a story for the headlines, Hollywood ending, except for the fact that Bill Callahan was bad as a head coach. Yep. And all he does is run the football. So Adrian Peterson should get a lot of work. So what I'm hearing weeks. is if your name if you one of the Grudens and your head coach don't have Bill Callahan around. I yes. Anywhere near. Yeah, today. why? <laughs> Um, yeah, going back to uh, Le'Veon Bell for a second, though, I had to look this up. He's currently the running back 17, somewhere in the 17 to 25 range. Um, I think that this, as long as Sam Darnold comes back healthy and is playing like he did at the end of last year, I think Le'Veon is now a top 12 running back. Yeah, it's he's 17, and if you take the bye week out, he's running back 12. So. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so fire him up. Yeah. You should be excited that uh, Sam Darnold's back. Yeah, sorry, I had to check that out real quick. Uh, Devontae Adams is still listed as questionable. He hasn't been practicing, um, but the Lions are preparing as if he plays. What's the um, news today? I don't. I don't think he plays. I, I'm kind of on the fence, but I'm. I'm on the fence. Play. The Packers were able to beat the Cowboys last week without him, mm-hmm. um, and the Cowboys and Lions secondary is actually pretty comparable. So, I. You know, they need him, but they were able to do well without him last week, so we'll see. I, Aaron Rodgers wants him back. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, pay attention to the practice reports on uh, Thursday. Yep. That'll be really telling. Yep. Uh, Christian Kirk is back at practice. This is like a week and a half after he had that super scary mm-hmm. leg injury. Yep. Um, I'm glad for him. I love the guy. Surprised he's back this early, honestly. I don't think he'll play this week, no. but... You know, in the next coming weeks. Yeah. Um, and Kyler looks better every game, so... Oh, absolutely. And uh, Christian, as soon as he's back, he's going to be right back. He'll be the most targeted. Absolutely, target yeah. Target in that yeah. offense. So, uh, yeah. Um, he'll be, he should be great. Deshaun Jackson is still not back in practice. This is weird. It's It's been... It, it was so, like, when the injury happened... It was like, oh, he'll be back. It soon. was like, oh, it's a groin injury. He'll be back. You know, maybe he's out two weeks. You know, it re- people really didn't act like it was anything big, and it's just, I guess, it's, it's just nagging with him. Yeah. I guess the rehab's not working that great or something. And he's um, a speedster. He's a burner. Like he needs to be able to use his legs. And if it's bothering him, they're just not going to put him out there because they right. don't want him re-injuring it. Um, Doug Peterson did come out and say it's looking better. So. I, I don't think that that means he plays this week, but hopefully it means he avoids some sort of surgery because that was in question. For right, a while. yeah. I, I, I don't, he's not going to play this week, but um, and I'm kind of scared to say this because I have him in a lot of my leagues. Um, you know, within the next two, two or three weeks, he'll be back. Yeah. He should be. I mean, if he's not back by then, then oof. Yeah, then, if he's not back by then, he could go on IR. Um, yeah. Yeah. But... You know, our our uh, all the best to him because he had an incredible week one. Yeah, and he just yeah that Eagles offense looks a lot is just a lot more exciting with him in it. So oh yeah, hopefully he's back soon. Uh, and our last bit of news, this kind of ties in hand with the Sam Darnold. Chris Herndon pulled his hamstring last Friday, and I don't know if you saw Adam Gase say I'll have to evaluate him before the injury news came out. A reporter was like, he's back in the starting lineup. Right, and Adam Gase had said, "I'll have to, we'll have to evaluate things," um, which was a weird comment. But now this hamstring injury concern makes that, I guess, a better quote. But still, I don't know. I 
so strange. The, Adam Gase is just a weird dude. I don't, you know. I Chris Herndon, who knows, maybe he plays this week, but I wouldn't play him. No, no. I don't think there's any um, reason to play him. If he's injured, do not play him, but he's going to be good. I think he vaults back in that tight end one conversation as soon as he's healthy because he's had four weeks of bye. He's had a or five weeks of bye. He had a suspension and then a bye week. Mm-hmm. He's he should be healthy, um, and he dominates when he's in there. What and the Jets tight ends have been getting incredible amounts of snaps. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He should. Uh, yeah, I would pick him up if you can. Uh, I would. I, I would wait. I would pick him up right after the games. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Well, that's it for news. Um, hopefully all those injured guys are back soon uh, and you are checking your lineups to make sure that they're not in them. Um, but that's it, like I said. And now we're going to get into our start sits. So we each chose two starts and two sits. Sam, you want to start us off? Yes, of course. So my first start is uh, Julian Edelman versus the New York Giants. Uh, we did, you know, We talked about the Giants a little bit earlier. Their offense is totally depleted of of uh, om- almost every offensive weapon oh, yeah. that they have. Um, it should be an absolute beatdown. Yes, on we'll Thursday see. Night. We'll see how much Bill Belichick wants to hold back because he um, could score a hundred points. I do think they throw the ball a lot, though. I I mean we've seen it. They've they've this so far this season they've been pretty uh, pretty partial to. Running up the score through the air yes. rather than on the ground. Yes. Um, not to mention proving that they're the best team the, in the NFL. Not to, not to mention the Giants. Uh, their secondary sucks. Yeah. And, but their run defense is all right. It's like, you know, it's one of the middling. One of the yeah. better of the middle of the pack uh, yeah. in run defense so far. Uh, Sonny Michel, you know, has looked all right at best um, at points in this season. Um, so I think I think there's going to be a lot of throwing. Julian Edelman is out there. Philip Dorsett is not playing. Yeah, um, that just came out today. Uh, so it's going to be him and Josh Gordon, and James White, and James White. James yeah. White will have a good game. Yeah, I'm um, good to play all three of them. I do think that they'll use a good amount of Sony in this game, though. Um, just considering how bad the Giants' offense is picturing to look, um, but we'll see. My first start is Kirk Cousins, so it almost made me throw up in my mouth to say that name, but this is a good week for him. He's coming off a pretty decent week in which he threw 300 yards and two touchdowns, um, and he plays the Eagles, and the Eagles' secondary has been torched so far. I mean, one of Aaron Rodgers' only good games has been against the Eagles, Um, and I think that Kirk Cousins should continue. I mean, he was a starter. Uh, quarterback starter this past week. I think that that'll continue this week. Uh, yeah, I like I like the play. Philly's secondary, so I mean, yeah. you you can anyone can throw the ball at. Uh, oh, I can't remember Maddox is I can't Avante remember. Maddox. Devontae Maddox or Avante Maddox. Uh, excuse me, um, and you know have a good game. So look for Adam Thielen. Yeah. To and Kirk Cousins to have a good game together. Yeah, I mean you got to be. Always cautious starting Kirk Cousins because there's a chance that they could throw the ball 10 or 15 times again, but I don't yeah. think that this is one of those games because it's going to be a pretty yeah. close game. Close game, and I can't, I can't, th- uh, right now I can't think of the teams that, all of the teams that uh, Minneapolis, or 
the uh, Vikings have played this season, but I mean Philly's run defense is really good. Yeah, I'm not sure they're going to be able to l- rely solely on the run game in this like one. they have this right. season. Yeah, uh, so I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong, Dalvin Cook will probably get his. He oh yeah has all season, but um, I don't think he'll get as many running uh, opportunities. running opportunities no. in this one. So I agree. Kirk Cousins should be a good start. Uh, my first sit is Brandon Cooks uh, versus San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers, man, one of the most surprising team, maybe the most surprising team this season. They've Absolutely. looked incredible. They are number Kyle one. Kyle Shanahan's proving all the doubters wrong. Number one in DVOA so far. Um, it just looks so, so good. And their secondary is the number one ranked secondary in the league right now. Yep. And... They're not letting big plays happen. No. They're, that's Brandon Cook's forte. I mean, and Brandon, Brandon Cook's is questionable at the moment. Brandon Cook's is questionable. Um, you know, he hasn't been getting... He hasn't been the same Brandon Cook's that we saw last year, at really. Uh, it's really been Cooper Cup showing the wide receiver uh, corpse uh, this season. And I think that continues. Um, yeah, I just... It's going to be a tough night for Brandon Cook's. Yeah, I'm, if he plays. There's, there's a question that he might not play... Um, I'm gonna my sit is gonna be on the other side of the field of Kirk Cousins, Jordan Howard. So he's had a few pretty good weeks. I mean, he had a three touchdown game two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but Minnesota's run defense is tremendous, and I think this is gonna be a pretty close game. So I think that uh, the Eagles are gonna have to throw to keep in it. Um, and unless Jordan Howard, I mean, there's always a chance that he falls into the end zone once or twice and right. saves his week, but. I would not play him like you've been playing him the past few weeks. Yeah. Doug Peterson said that he wanted to get Howard more touches. I don't, you know, that's one of these trap things. He's still yeah. playing Minnesota. Minnesota is great against the run. Yep. You know, there's I, there's guys out on, well, the waivers are pretty bare bones right they now. They are very bare. So, but, but most likely you have a guy on your, on your team that, yeah, is you know flex worthy, and I I would consider him over Jordan Howard. So sure. like Royce Freeman, would you play him over Jordan Royce Howard? Royce Freeman, um, ooh, against Tennessee, yeah, maybe that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one for me too because Tennessee's run defense is too good. Also, I was just trying to think of other people in that tier. I mean, you go to your next start, and that's someone that I would play over. Right. Okay. So here's a guy, uh, Matt Breda. And in also also Tevin Coleman, yeah, both these guys, but more so Matt Breda against the uh, Rams. The Rams' run defense has not been good. Um, it's, I mean, they've been one of the worst in the league so far against the run. Uh, Kyle Shanahan is a freaking magician, uh, p- pulling run plays out of nowhere. Mad science is just. Putting stuff together, throwing it, seeing what works. Everything, everything he does works in the run game. And all these, any running back that they use has a good game. Every single game, uh, I think they've run the ball like over seventy percent of the time. Oh yeah, every, uh, which is nuts. And they're running in situations that no one else runs it in, and it's working. Matt Breda is the yards per carry leader right now. Yep. He had a great game last week. I mean, everyone saw that eighty-eight yard touchdown. Um, Tevin Coleman got a touchdown. These running backs, it's so, so good. Two running backs can be sustained in this offense every week. Yeah, and it could Easily. be three. I mean, last yeah. week they had 300 rushing yards as a team. Um, yeah, I 
The Rams aren't going to be the ones to stop them from doing that. No. And both these guys, Matt Breda and Tevin Coleman, to go back to the Jordan Howard thing, are in that same tier. You probably got them around the same time in drafts. Um, And I would start both these guys before I would start Jordan Howard. Absolutely. Um, My next start is Austin Hooper at Arizona. So the thing all season has been start your tight ends versus Arizona. Mm Mm-hmm. That continues this week. I mean, Austin Hooper has been so good so Balling far, out. and that's absolutely going to continue. Yeah, <laughs> the Cardinals—it's laughable. They can't. I mean, they can't do anything. They—they're incapable of guarding a tight end. Yeah, so they—they they did release DJ Swearinger, who was the guy that was giving up all of those tight end touchdowns. Right. Um, so it got a little better last week, but I think Austin Hooper is going to be able to do whatever he wants to them. Yeah. Uh, my last sit is Marquez Valdez Scantling versus Detroit, and uh, I put him in here because people are um, people are probably pretty excited if they have Valdez Scantling on their team right now. Devontae Adams might not be playing. They Jimmy Graham didn't look too good. Jimmy last Graham week. didn't look too good last week. You know, I think Detroit still gets a bad rap right now people people haven't really realized that they're a good team they're a good team they're good they're very good and their defense is very good uh i think they've been outperforming but that's a whole nother thing i think they're going to continue to outperform uh how good they really are marquez valdez scantling i you saw it last week they i think they finally realized that they can run the ball and they can run it well so well uh, maybe not to the tune of four touchdowns every week but they can. Aaron Jones is really talented. Aaron Rodgers uh, has been looking really good on. He had, he looked really good against the Cowboys last week, to be honest. But I I think this I think this game could be a low low scoring game. I agree. Uh, I it's a divisional matchup. I, it's going to be a defensive kind of battle. We'll. I. I just don't see him, Marquez. I don't. I definitely don't see him having one of those huge breakaway well, that's, plays. Well, that's his all his points so far yeah. this season. So yeah. you got to hope for one of those. And I don't think against this good Detroit secondary that happens. Right. Uh, my last sit is Cortland Sutton versus the Titans. Um, so this may come as a surprise. I really like Cortland Sutton. I own him a lot. Um, I've been big on him all season, but he's been good so far. So good all season. He hasn't he's had a bad so week. Good. Um, and it's going to come back down to earth, and I think this is probably a place where that happens. Tennessee is a pretty good defense, uh, good secondary. I think Joe Flacco probably comes back down to earth as well because he has had a few good weeks in a row. Um, and I don't see the Broncos really having to having much opportunity to score, which is something that Cortland Sutton needs. Right. Um... This is another one that looks like it's going to be pretty low scoring. <laughs> the only thing I warn everyone about is it's Tennessee. You never know. You never it's know. Tennessee is just notoriously who knows what's going to happen week to week with them. They could go out there, you know, and and beat someone real bad defensively, shut them down, and then the next week it's like a they get if anyone, blown out, and then okay. the next week it's like a six to three game. It's, if anyone loses to the Dolphins this season, it'd be Tennessee. I don't think they play each other, but. They're one of those teams. It's like it's just like yeah. It's who knows. They're constantly nine and seven, losing to bad teams, winning against really good teams. Um, Denver so far has been a pretty bad team, 
but they won last week against, against the Chargers. Who knows? I, it's tough. Yeah, I you know I would look elsewhere though. I would I would think about sitting Cortland Sun for sure. Yeah. Uh, before we get into our next segment, I, I I just thought of a question for you. So are you confident? Like, could we, could you say with a hundred percent confidence that the Redskins are going to beat Miami this week? No. God, it's so crazy. I mean, one of the one of those teams is going to have a win after this week. Yeah. Yeah, and one I'm of not, those teams and I, has to walk away not, with a win. Well, oh, they or could, a tie. They could tie. Oh that my would God. be incredible. That would be Please. incredible. Oh, <laughs> we we need it to happen. Please. The world needs a Redskins Dolphins tie. Yeah, and make it like six six, and then have them both go under, uh, both go completely defeated. Oh my goodness, that'd be incredible. All right. Well, uh, our last segment of the day mentioned it earlier. Trade targets. Um, so we each have two buys and two sells. I'll get us started this time, and my buy is Kyler Murray. So he's looked, like I said earlier, better and better each week. Um, his running is just, I mean, he's run more and more each week, which is something, it's scary to watch quarterbacks run that much. Especially but, guys who are tiny, it just feels like he's going to get he's crushed. he's so safe. I mean, he is one of the safest you watch Lamar Jackson try and break so many tackles. Mm-hmm. Kyler will go down when he, he goes. He runs, and he runs very smartly. Yeah. Um, and he's looked better each week as a passer as well, uh, which is so good to see for the first overall pick. Um, and the only bad thing so far for Kyler has been that he has had such a low touchdown percentage, mm-hmm. which is touchdowns over pass uh, attempts. He's down at like two uh, 2.2, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the NFL average is usually around 4, 4.5, somewhere in there. Right. And then guys like Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson are always way higher. Um, I think, you know, Kyler regresses to the mean. That is such a huge positive regression. He starts getting those touchdowns. I mean, he's already like quarterback eight, I believe, so far this season. Yep. If he starts getting touchdowns, there's, I mean, that running floor. Plus touchdowns. Could be a f- top five quarterback. Absolutely. At the end of the season. I agree yeah. with that. Um, it's been really cool to watch him this season. He's he's looked good for, for a rookie quarterback. He has all, I mean, he has those moments, those rookie moments where he'll one he'll have a, a pass that's like, ooh, I don't know about that one, Kyler. Yeah, but, he had that two interception game a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, and, and I mean, that'll continue. I mean, he'll continue have to have some growing pains here and there. But I mean that just serves to that if that's screwing with the guy who owns him, take advantage of that. Oh yeah, Kyler's a great talent. He's going to continue to run. Um, he's he, he's Oscar's right. He's being very smart about it, um, mitigating that injury risk that comes with running. Um, and the touchdowns will come. He's yeah. he's throwing more passes than almost anyone in the league. Yeah, he's they're running more plays. They're running more plays. Yeah, I mean they'll get to the end zone eventually. Yep. Um, my only knock on Kyler is his offensive line is so bad. And so you could have, I mean, it could be a Deshaun Watson situation where he's always kind of beat up, which is not good. Um, so, you know, you take that with a grain of salt. He's he's going to always be pressured. But he looks really good in pressure so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my last note is please, Arizona, go out and draft and pay for an offensive line this offseason. Yeah, I mean, just look at Houston. Use them so as bad. a guide. Deshaun Watson, you know, how many 70-sack seasons can he take? Yep. You don't want that. 
Not at all. Um, so, so invest, especially it for a guy to, so talented. It doesn't have to be the best offensive line in the in the league. It just needs to be an offensive Average. line. Give him a couple seconds. Yep. Just a couple. That's all he needs. Yep. And once that happens, I mean, Kyler could be the number one quarterback in the league. He'll be up there for sure. Yep. Um, all right. My uh, first buy is Odell Beckham Jr. Um, oh, yeah. Odell, I mean, Oscar just traded for him in one of our leagues. Um, and I'm a little jealous. Uh, Odell, everyone knows it's not a question of whether he's talented or not enough At to get these all, points. I don't no. think anyone is wondering that. I mean, it's not even a question of if he's getting the opportunities. Yeah. He's getting targets. He's getting the work. They're just not falling the right way. The Browns have looked really bad on offense in the majority of their games. I, If the targets stay there... A talented guy like that can't go the whole season no. without having good no. games. No, and so the big fantasy football thing is always opportunity over talent. Absolutely, well, Odell has both right now, and I mean the Browns have looked really bad. It's gonna be better. It's gonna get better. It has to, um, especially for Odell. And I don't think it even needs to get that much better for the Browns for Odell to turn it around. Yeah, I, I agree. mean they can I mean, still be losing Giants. games, and yeah. he's gonna and he's and these targets. And opportunities will start turning into more points. Yeah, you look at the Giants the past few years with Odell. He always still got his. Yeah, yeah. So it's I'm not. You don't have to worry about the Browns being good for Odell to be good. Yeah. So it just needs to get a little bit better. Marginally need, better. I mean, Baker needs to do better than 100 yards and a couple picks yeah. and no touchdowns. But I think that's I think coming. you can count on that. Yeah. All right, my first sell is DJ Chark. So he has been a machine so far this season. He looks so good. I mean, everyone's calling him the second coming of AJ Green. Similar body size, incredible route running, can do, can catch touchdowns. Whatever you need from him, can burn guys. Um, so he's he's great, and he's a big target of Gardner Minshew's. But my few detractors on him are, he's a rookie, or this is his second, second year, year. But he, I would count our year with Blake Bortles as a lost year. He is still getting used to it. He's going to have a few off games. Um, he's the wide receiver six right now, and so he has huge value. So you can see what you could get for him. Um, and also, D.D. Westbrook has looked better and better so far. I think that Gardner's going to start spreading the ball out a little bit more, um, which, you know, DJ Chark can still be really good with that, but I would look and see what kind of value you can get for him right now because he has been so consistent as a great wide receiver. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm not sure that I would sell him uh, like this. I. He's like you said. He's been so good. He's been so consistently good. The routes are there. The targets are there. The touchdowns. Oh my goodness. The touchdowns are there. It's just. It looks so good. Gardner Minshew looks good. Yeah. Good if not great right yeah. now. Um. And just I don't I don't know why they would throw the ball to him any less than they are right now. I just think that the Jags as a whole, the offense has just been so tremendous. You know, one of these pieces slips. And I don't think the offense has even been that good. They're not putting up a ton of points or a ton of yards. They're just kind of, they're keeping the game close. Yeah. In most of these games, but I I think I think what they're doing on offense is pretty sustainable. Um, yeah, uh, my my biggest thing. I agree. I think DJ Chark is still gonna stay yeah. a pretty good fantasy asset. But I mean, while he's at his high, if you can sell him for you know what is he wide receiver six or whatever, yeah. 
for that sure but i'm not sure people are gonna see dj chark and you know give up a big piece for it that's fair they might if they if they do then sure go ahead yeah. and sell them but you know. i just wanted to bring his name up yeah, yeah oh shop him around yeah absolutely absolutely but uh don't don't just no give no, away no. dj Chark. no do not do that either um all right my first sell is amari cooper dallas cowboys uh wide receiver one he's been balling out he's the wide receiver two right now oh yeah um he just had a monster game Oh yeah, in a in a in a game that otherwise looked horrible for the Cowboys, um, this is a product of. I mean, it's a product of Amari Cooper being Amari Cooper. What I'm do you believe about him? Yeah. Is he really di- a different person now that he's with the Cowboys? I'm not so sure yet. Uh, and also, I'm worried about the Cowboys in general on offense. I mean, we've watched him for a while. They. Kind of, they looked great the first couple weeks, but they played bad teams. I mean, they played Miami, and in that game, that game was the most worrisome of all for me, just because I mean, Dak was getting pressured by the Dolphins' pass rush, which isn't a pass. They don't have no. any pass rushers mm. at all. No, I think their best pass rusher right now is Taco Charlton, which they picked up from the Cowboys, and he wasn't even on the team then. He wasn't even on that Dolphins then. So you know that worries me. You know it's. The Cowboys in general worry me by uh, in, uh, using congruency. Amari Cooper also bothers me, and that that is that Amari Cooper is one of those big names. Yeah, you know, he's a big name that's performing really well. So you could probably get a pretty good haul for him. If you oh can. yeah. Um. So so see what you can get for him. I don't know. What do you think about Amari Cooper? I agree. However, I think. You know, talent wins out. He has been so good. And obviously, I mean, he's always been known as one of those top five, top ten guys, talent-wise. Oh, absolutely. Um, Dak loves him. Michael Gallup's back, and he's played better with Michael Gallup being around. That's true. Um, I am less willing to sell him. But like Sam said, he's up and down. Um, The name is going to be – name could probably get you a big hole. Um, I don't know. I agree. Dallas' offense is a little worrisome, but I'm still in on Amari Cooper. All right. Uh, my buy is Devin Singletary. So I like this one. Like thank this you. One. Yeah, he uh, hurt his ace, or hurt his hamstring mm-hmm. week two, I believe. Or yeah, three. yeah, week three, week three. Um, and he hasn't been playing since. Uh, the Bills are entering their bye week. Um, so both these things are bad if you're a Devin Singletary owner. But as someone looking for Devin Singletary, the Bills are one of the run heaviest teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Frank Gore has been their leading rusher so far, um, who's still going to be around. But Devin Singletary is going to have a carved out role when he gets back. Right. Um, and he's had time to get healthy. As long as the hamstring issues aren't nagging him still, I think... I mean, he can catch the ball. He's such a powerhouse when he runs. Um, and the Bills want to run the ball more than they already have. I'm fairly certain, too, that he gets back, he's going to have that carved out role, and it's only going to grow as the season, oh, yeah. season goes oh, on. Oh, yeah. We talked Not about it mention, earlier this season. The first two weeks, I mean, we were when coming into the season, we were like, Devin Singletary might break out by the end of the season. We didn't think he was going to do much beginning of the season, but he was great. Oh, yeah. I mean, he wasn't getting a lot of touches, but he was doing everything in the world with him. Yeah. He looked 
Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Excuse me. I don't know what happened there. Um, he looked phenomenal with his touches. And, you know, Sean McDermott's going to see that. Oh, yeah. He knows that. I mean, that Bills look really good, honestly. They look really good. They, they're beating everybody that isn't the Patriots. Their only loss is the Patriots. And that game was pretty close. It was close. So, you know. Yeah. And they're... If, any blowout games just means more touches for the running backs. Yeah, they're going to I mean, the running backs are going to get touches. They're 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 scoring, so there's yeah. going to be scoring opportunities. Um I absolutely by Devin Singletary. All right, well, I'm glad you agree with me. Especially, I mean, the running back market is so hard. It is. It's so hard to get someone to give up a, a good running back. So you're always kind of looking for these lottery ticket like guys and And I think that he's a pretty good chance to hit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Out of oh, jeez. Uh, all right, my buy is Derrick Henry. And anyone who, I mean, Oscar will attest this. When, I, I, when he wrote the name down, I went, ooh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like Derrick Henry no. very much. I don't think he's that great no. um, or anything. But, and I think two weeks ago or something, we were talking, you know, just our, about fantasy. Uh, and, I, and, and Oscar asked me, so you, you don't want Derrick Henry? And I was like, no, absolutely not. And, you know... Now He's he proving me wrong. I, I would love to have Derek, Derek Henry now. He's been very consistent. Yeah. He has ever double he has double digit points in every game. Yep. Not even Chris McCaffrey can say that. No. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, it's just it's so funny to even be using that argument. But um he's been very consistent. The Titans have been feeding him the ball. They're very confusing, but they're going to win at least eight games. Yes. They're going to win eight games. They're going to win at least seven games. Somewhere between seven and nine, yeah. the Titans are going to win. That's enough. And Derrick Henry, I guarantee it, will have one of these games where he has you know 180 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, by far. Easily, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, pick him up. See what you can trade for him. And the reason he's a buy right now, you might think if he's been so consistent, not to mention he's the running back nine on the season, uh, why would anyone give him up? People don't like Derrick Henry. I mean, yeah, we both talked about I mean, about we, we talked about it. We don't, people don't like him very much. They don't like him being on their team, really, and having to rile, put him in every week. He's burned so many people. So, send some trades. Low ball the Derrick Henry guy. See if he can wiggle him out for, for less than what he's worth. And have a starting caliber running back. I mean, yeah. And he plays the Chargers and the Broncos in the next two weeks. Or Broncos and the Chargers, mm-hmm. excuse me. Um, Neither of those matchups are scary. No. Um, I mean, back to the running back market in fantasy, it's so hard to get running backs. I mean, it's so easy to say, oh, I'd love to have Alvin Kamara on my team. You're not going to get Alvin Kamara no. for, for anything. You know? No. You have to go after these, you know, back of the top 12 guys, yeah, sneaky guys. Yeah, and if guys. he can be your running back too, that'd be there crazy. Yeah. I mean... I'm I'm in agreement. It's tough if you're in a half PPR or PPR to justify, you know, he's not going to get the catches. It doesn't matter for him. He's getting consistent 15 to 20 run rushes a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, one of these games, he's going to have like 30 carries, 35 carries, and yep. run for an incredible amount of yards. Absolutely. Um, so bit of breaking news before we do our two cells. Um, this doesn't affect fantasy at all, but Vontez Perfect. Uh, a few weeks ago was suspended uh, for the rest of the season mm-hmm. and he um, what's it called when you go against it oh he uh, I can't remember yeah so he uh, challenged it and the suspension was just upheld 
And as an NFL fan, this makes me really happy because they're taking better precautions towards people's health. Yeah, yeah. And guys I mean, like Vontez Perfect have always been... I mean, you look at the Antonio Brown hit a few years ago. That could be a cause about of a lot of this Antonio Brown stuff. Um, yeah, it's such a dangerous game. Why there's make not, it any more dangerous? There's not a lot of room for guys in the league that are just trying to intentionally hurt people. Um, which Vontez Perfect, I mean... And the sad thing is, he's a pretty nice guy off the field. Like, oh, he's on air, he's a very nice guy. I, uh, I actually... Um, I have a connection with a flight attendant who works on the Bengals' flights, and she said that Vontez was her favorite person on the team because he... He was the nicest person on the team. Yeah, and she said he was the most. He the second he was on the uh, on the flight, he was watching film, preparing. So it, I mean, it's sad. I mean, there's just always like, been guys like why? that. Namik and Sue was like that for mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah, um, back when he was with Detroit. But yeah. it hasn't changed. I mean, he's been suspended so many times. I think he's lost four million dollars in suspensions and yep. fines. It's nice to see um, the league putting a precedent forward yep. for guys like this. Repeat offenders. There's no tolerance. I mean, he was he was smiling and waving as he left the field after mm-hmm. that hit. Um, so hopefully this continues. I'd like to see the NFL set a precedent with stuff like this. Right. All right. Well, we've got our two last cells. My mine is Gerald Everett, and so he's had a few two pretty good weeks in a row, double digit points, and I think that's going to continue this week. So that's why I wrote down after this week, especially. Brandon Cooks is not playing or is questionable to play. And even if he does, we don't think he's going to be super good. Right. Um, so Gerald Everett is going to hopefully have three good weeks in a, three good weeks in a row now. Um, I'd see what you can get. Tight end landscape super dry. Um, some tight end needy team is going to be like, oh, he's been good. Let's. I'd shop him around. Put him in a package so you can get. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's. I I would sell him too. I think he'll have a good game. It's the 49ers. They're gonna be they're gonna be hard pressed to throw the ball to to uh, very much uh, uh, well. I mean, and Jared Everett will probably be a, a nice benefactor of that. I wouldn't be surprised at all if he gets a touchdown in this one. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, and I he's a good sell. The, the tight ends are hard. Anyone the the tight ends are hard to sell. There aren't Travis Kelsey and Zappers yeah. and yeah, George Kittle. But um, but it, you can. Um, See what you Put can get. in a package. He can be a very good package piece. Yes, uh, to a tight end needy team. Uh, all right, my last sell uh, is Will Fuller, wide receiver for the Houston Texans. Will Fuller just had a monster of a game. The best crazy game, game by a wide receiver in the last fifteen years in fantasy football. Absolutely insane. What exactly? He had three touchdowns, three touchdowns and 200, 200 yards. yards. Yeah, yeah, just nuts. And people, we've been waiting. Yeah. We've been waiting for Will Fuller for this connect. I mean, the targets, they've had a couple long bombs and stuff. It hasn't really, the connection hasn't really, really connected yet. It's nice to see it finally connect in a huge way. Obviously, you can't count on this kind of production from week to week. No. You won't see this kind of production again for another 15 years, probably. So, you know, don't don't get discouraged next week when he doesn't have, you know, 60, 50 points. Yeah. Um, Will Fuller, I think he's more 
I mean, season long, he's more like what he has been in the past four weeks than what he is this game. Oh, absolutely. Um, I Closer think to that. Yeah. I, 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 I would say. The, the tough thing, I, I agree. If you can get some, someone's like, oh my God, he just had 50 points. I want that guy. Absolutely sell him. The tough thing is most fantasy owners are pretty rational and they're going to say this is never happening again. So it's going to be tough to get value. I'm still not comfortable. Like, I'm not comfortable at all week to week saying he is a wide receiver that I'm starting. Yeah, me neither. But it's going to be hard to sell and him. And I, I, I don't think it's going to be hard to sell him off as a starting wide receiver. Really? I don't think so. Um, so I... There's, there's, I mean, the most common size league is a 12-team league. Out of the 12 guys in the league, I guarantee one of them is like, I could start that guy. Probably. Um, I would not be comfortable starting him week to week either, but I think that the Texans know that they need to get him involved. Deshaun Watson loves him. He's finally healthy, it looks like. Um, I think that the offense is looking better. I would bet... You said it's going to be closer to the first four weeks of the season, which it is, because there's no way he gets up to three touchdowns again. But... I would put him at a wide receiver three flex level for the rest of the season. Yeah, I would say that too. Um, <clears throat> I think he'll have another three or four games before the season's over where he doesn't produce like at all. Yeah, yeah, but so will Deshaun Jackson if he's healthy. That's true. That's true. It's one of the, but what I'm saying is you can trade what Will Fuller right now as a wide receiver two. If you can get kind of that player, kind of value, I and Deshaun agree. Jackson, you can't trade for anything. Yeah. So that's the I difference agree. there. Um, yeah, I you know as a Texans fan, I'd love to see Will Fuller have that big game. See what you can get with any of these guys, with anyone on your team. If you're you're thinking, I think I can sell this guy. Shop him around. You never know. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I mean, I I can't speak for Oscar here, but my philosophy going to trading is everyone is available on my Absolutely. team all the time, at all times. Anyone can be traded. It. <laughs> One of the worst, the one of right the worst things that you can do for your team is to uh, get too attached to your players yep. to where you will not trade them. It it will ruin you. You'll get trade offers that are good for you, and you'll turn them down because you're like, "This is my guy. I got to ride with him," yep. and it screws you over. Yep. So you know, be very rational when trading, which is hard to do because you're like, "Oh my god, Will Fuller just had 50 points on my team." probably on your bench this week yeah yeah it's hard it's hard to uh to have a guy like that and never and not have him have a huge like give you much points at all on your actual roster and then he gets all the points on your bench and you get rid of him like that's hard to do but but it may just be the smart smart thing to do well that's it that wraps up the episode thank you guys so much for listening in again um we have a theme song now let us know what you think about that uh share the episode with your friends like Sam always says, reach out to us on Twitter. We really want to talk to you guys. Yeah, that's why we do it. We really appreciate you guys, um, and see you next week.